Hello, everyone, and welcome to two uh, to two. Welcome to two. Hey, everyone. Welcome to two. We're here. It's just the two of us and another guy, which makes three. Totally fucks up the whole theme of the show. Don't even really know what to do at this point. I guess uh, we'll just play that intro. Play that intro music. <laughs> potato. Potato. Thumbs podcast. Potato. Potato. Thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Uh, episode 288. That's what we're starting with tonight. Uh, I was going to um, read a sponsor ad, but that was just so much better. I uh, I like that train wreck a lot more, so we're just going to roll with that. Uh, tonight we have, uh, first time on the show, Admiral Nips. Welcome to Great Potato Thumbs Podcast. Great to be yeah. here. Yeah, you guys are amazing people. I know, we're fucking amazing, dude. I know, it's it's hard, but we do, we do what we do. Um, how's your day been? been a day but we're doing all right making it through all right it's funny because we had this conversation like 10 minutes ago so i appreciate you like <laughs> like going through it again <laughs> yeah no it was nothing disastrous happened but it was just a very long and painful and annoying work day so what are you gonna sounds, do deal with annoying work. Pain workful, painful work days yeah 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 <laughs> uh and then uh we do actually have someone on the show for the first time Domo, what's up, bud? How's it going, my friend? Thanks for having oh, me on. Good. Yeah, I see. I see in the background that you're a Blackhawks fan. Oh yeah, uh, I reside in Indianapolis, but there's no hockey team in Indiana, so we are uh, de facto Blackhawks fans around here. I, at least I, I, our, at least I am. Our good buddy Nessie would be very happy to hear this. He is. Uh, this show is already great in his eyes. So. <laughs> yeah, my fraternity at Indiana University was about fifty percent Chicago kids, um, mm. and I had I had been a Blackhawks fan as a youngster, um, okay. back, all the way back to when they had Dominic Kashik, their goalie. My name is Dominic, and oh. so I liked him because it was the first famous person I knew named Dominic. Oh yeah, dude! <laughs> so been a Blackhawks fan ever since. So how did that uh, play out when Dominic Toretto hit the st- hit the scene? Like, so, was yeah, that hard I've, for you? No, I've been people been calling me Dom Toretto since the, <laughs> the first, and, and it's not my it's family like, for as long as I've known my family. It's, it's the old timers that you meet, like, like you know, like my father and his friends. They'd call me Dom Toretto. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that's about, but. That's amazing, dude. Um, how was your day today? It was good, man. It was good. They, I've been playing with you periodically, and so you know we uh, got sent back to the office. I've been remote since the day COVID started. Yeah, and they they just sent us back, and so it was a, you know it was a day a day in the office. Our, our boss was gone, We're just hanging out, getting stuff done. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like the first the first couple times back, isn't it? Oh, it's been weird, man. Um, yeah. 
like, what are we allowed to wear? Um, <laughs> you know, like, is this quarter, like, is this acceptable? Yeah. What I'm wearing now, you know, like I already have it on. I'm already in the office asking my boss if what I'm wearing is acceptable to wear. Like, uh, I think that's it. That's like not a bad approach is to ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Mm-hmm. Always. I like, I like that. Yeah. Our, um, our dress code, uh, was set by our old boss who lived in North Carolina. And so like, we didn't have a dress code for the first seven or eight years I was in my job. And then all of a sudden he's like, um, no more hoodies. Mm. And we're we're like not customer facing at all. Like mm. like literally no customers can get into our building and we're on a secure floor in a secure building so like no one sees us. <laughs> and the and the and like they don't have cold weather like we have cold weather. So like people just are used to wearing like hoodies and sweatshirts and and we're like okay, I guess I'm buying a new wardrobe for work. Like I kind of get it. But it's also weird when everyone else in the building doesn't have the same dress code as us. <laughs> so, so it's like we can't wear hoodies, but like dude on the floor below us can wear hoodies and they we all work for the same company. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. yeah. From floor to floor, the dress code is different from team to team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, no, dude, it's it's nuts, man. Like even even the new building I'm in uh, is like that. Like we still have a pretty like it's business casual. Like we don't have to wear ties and shit, but it's like no logos. You know, you can't like if it's a T-shirt, it has to be like a plain color, you know, shit like that. Um, and uh, like it's because there's so much technology and dev work in my building like no one else has that dress code so we're all like dressed up like going to work and everyone like on all the other floors and it's it's like an open floor plan so like the staircases are open so you see people all the time it's not just like a like an elevator shaft and you don't ever see anyone else and they're all just walking around in like sweats and hoodies and stuff like that it's like this is kind of weird like (laughs) (laughs) does no one else see this (laughs) That's definitely funny. When I go into the office, it's a real debate on whether I want to be even putting jeans on or if I'm just like, you know what? Gym pants are fine. Uh, I'll see literally nobody I know because there's two other people on my team that work in Madison. The rest of them are spread out around the country and they're all part time work from home. So like we all go in for like one day a week, maybe I haven't been in since before my appendectomy so that's going on seven weeks i haven't been in the office uh my keyboard died the other day so i'll probably go in next week and get a new keyboard <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it's not the battery i, I change batteries <laughs> still dead um so it's just the keyboard's done um but that might be the only reason i actually go into the office it's a good chance i'll be wearing my my hotbox cats t-shirt underneath a. <laughs> run the jewel or meow the jewels hoodie or something like that (laughs) (laughs) oh dude i'll probably put shoes on and not wear slides in since it's the middle of winter Uh, i did make that mistake a couple times like before we had like a formal dress code i wore sandals in and they um they were too noisy like you guys have noisy sandals ever they weren't Mm -hmm. necessarily squeaky but they like like if I didn't step right, yeah, I would slap. 
So like I was walking down the hall to the bathroom at one point, and I'm like slap slap, and I'm like fuck, this is so loud, you know, <laughs> like like this is a really bad idea. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, easiest way to be a little bit self conscious: slap right? your way on down the hall. <laughs> you're in your in your man sandals. Yeah, my man sandals, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one, no one probably needs to see my feet at work. Like it's just, <laughs> I should have known better. There's no reason to not wear like tennis shoes. So, <laughs> um. So, Domo, uh, let's let's ask you some questions. Let's get to know the real Domo. Um. All right. How long have you been gaming? Like, what was your first? What was your first system? We need to set. We need to set a bar first for what we're dealing with here. So. Um, I'll say I'm 32. That gives mm-hmm. just even a frame of reference. The earliest memory I have of gaming, uh, on something that wasn't mine, just flat out, I picked up a controller was my cousin's super Nintendo duck hunter. Nice. Um, and then the first system I owned was the game boy pocket. Okay. And I was a Game Boy kid for sure. Yeah. Um, my parents were divorced. It was actually the first present my dad got me was my Game Boy Pocket in Aladdin <laughs> for nice. the Game Boy Pocket. So the Aladdin is the first game I ever owned. <laughs> Wasn't that like that game is famous for some reason? Isn't it like it's, really it's, hard or some shit? It's famous for being the, like the hardest, one of the hardest. Nintendo Game Boy games ever made. Yep, I, I just <laughs> so saw bad, like uh, a picture of that the other day, talking about like impossible games, and the Aladdin game was one of them. Yeah, I I never got past the mouth of the lion. You know where the sand yeah. fall? He falls into the mouth of the lion. Never but got past. That's like correctly. the beginning of the movie. That's the very beginning. I I don't think I I couldn't. You gotta platform up out of the mouth couldn't couldn't do it i was like i was six at this time yeah yeah so like being being in what like first grade or at least second grade like Mm -hmm, trying to mm -hmm. trying to platform uh on the hardest game made for game boy that's pretty great Uh and then it developed from there like game boy color well once game boy color came out and like pokemon Pokemon was that was that was the game and then my dad had a PlayStation we used to play NHL 98 on that the Steve Iserman Chris Chelios the that Red Wings team if you remember how that I remember horrible horrible human beings that Redwoods Red Wings team (laughs) I was an ass fan so Uh I uh I had to pick one of the two teams to cheer for yeah uh uh-huh, Joe Sackage, Patrick Waugh, Ray Bork, Peter Forsberg. Yeah, yeah. Peter Forsberg. So yeah, so that was like that was the game that we played Twisted Metal on PlayStation. Yeah, Twisted Metal, yeah, dude. Those are so those are and then Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid. That was the first like RPG I like beat with my dad, like sitting next to him, swapping the controller on deaths, you know. That was my first true experience at playing a game, old enough to learn the mechanics of a game. Yeah. And, the sneaking and thing, you know, that was really where the the get the the love of games was fostered. I would say, dude, those twisted metal games were so next level too. 
like back in the day. Like they were just so fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. they really were uh, ahead of their time. There were a fair there were a fair amount of PlayStation games that were ahead of their time. I yeah, say, I mean, I mean, really, multiples of different systems and things, but you know, there, there really was because like Gran Turismo was pretty rad, and that was on PlayStation. And was, um, you know, you're like slotting in giant memory cards and shit to save your garages, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. uh, Wu Tang had a fighting game, like that was that. really, really rad on PlayStation. And yeah, there was some really good stuff on PlayStation for sure. Yep. That's cool, yeah. man. So, okay. So what game do you think really hooked you before Destiny? Or was Destiny like the thing that really drew you in? No, no, definitely. I have been gaming like a lot, a lot since I I had all three. I had GameCube, Xbox original and PS2 Okay, or, P- or PS3 when those yeah, came yeah. out um i've always had all three and we always played everything man um I, awesome. have t- I have two little brothers so a lot of competition like fighting over who gets to play and all that fun stuff what game really drew me into video games i mean i would have to say um you know the OG game is Pokemon, but in terms of like Xbox game, like hey, we Halo, like Halo, it, it shooters, it definitely Halo. Um, I never really we played Halo one a lot, played Halo two a lot, didn't play much of Halo three and four. Like as I grew older in the high yeah. school and things, when those games came out, I kind of had stopped by then. Uh, Splinter Cell. The, the oh, original ton of fancy Splinter Cell. Yeah, they were hard for me, though. I swear to God, I could not play those Tom Clancy games very well. I always, dude. I could not do the stealth part. I'd always trip it and be like, well, now I'm screwed. Yeah, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell was really fucking hard for me, too. Like, I could, like, everyone loved it, and I couldn't, I couldn't get into it because I was so bad at it. Mm-hmm. So I, my best friend met him when I was 12 in a rec league basketball team uh first time hanging out go down to his basement he's playing a pc game had no idea you could even play a game on a pc at that age yeah <laughs> i see him playing games on his pc i'm like what what is this and then he pulls out uh splinter cell and he was playing it and you know he dies i'm like let me let me give that a shot i beat the first little like the part he was on the mission he was doing i beat it first try with this like exactly what you're saying how hard the sneak was and he kind of looked at me like i was crazy like oh, that was what was that that, <laughs> that took me <laughs> i've been working on that for two hours i'll never forget it we like had this like laugh attack his or his mom <laughs> came downstairs it was like one of those six minute giggle laugh yeah, attacks yeah, yeah. that, that kind of yeah. happened where he's laughing at me I'm, I'm going through puberty my voice used to crack a lot a lot so you get this <laughs> like it's like this real horse hee-haw kind of thing going <laughs> and, and his yeah and from then on did we so yeah so splinter cell definitely splinter cell halo were the ones um and then into cod but like my brothers played cod i i was more rpg kind of like pve games 
Yeah, yeah. Like drew me in, like God of War, the original God of War. We were God obsessed War, with that original great. God of War. So yeah, those are a few games that definitely were like, and I always played sports games as a kid. Like yeah. that was like, so, but those are the games that kind of were like, there's more to video games than just playing FIFA and whatever, like Blitz or, you know, NBA Live 04. <laughs> I, dude, I will say, like, I don't know a ton about hockey. Um, like, I mean, like, as far as, like, professional athletes go, you know? Um, but I love fucking hockey games. Like, mm. I always have loved playing hockey games. Um, Me too, man. Incredible. Yeah. Like, there's just well, something about them. They're the most fun sports video game. Yeah. I would say. Also... Also, I think like just like all of my my hockey knowledge was like Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux, and like, uh, <laughs> like that was just kind of, and like the North Stars, <laughs> you know, that was just kind of it, you know. <laughs> see, but that's but, awesome that you because yeah, you know you mentioned the Minnesota North Stars, and that's there's not too many folks who even know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I got to yes, go anymore. to a couple games. <laughs> well, yeah, anymore. this way there's more. Yeah. Uh, I got to go to a couple games too at their old stadium. So like, I'll never forget that. That was rad. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Nips. I heard you say, so you're in Madison. Yeah. I spent some time in Madison, uh, out of school. I really loved it up there. I, uh, I was, I always said while I was there, I first job out of school was American family in there. Oh yeah, no, that's Madison. Madison. Yeah, yeah. Name one place more Madison than Amfam. You can't. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, my dad worked. My dad was an agent for Amfam, and I was kind of on that track. Got my licenses and all that. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, you went to IU. You said right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Were you there in 2010? I w- I was there for the watch shot. Yep. Uh, um, I just I just bring it up because that was the 83 to 20 Badger game. Um, where Bucky had to do 579 push-ups, one for every time the Badgers scored a point. Dude, I was there, uh, highly inebriated. I, I, <laughs> we we tailgated for the tailgate. We didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't go. We would go if the team we were playing with, like we would go for the Wisco or for Ohio State at home or like Penn State to get walloped, but you saw whatever great players there were. And I think those were the years of like Jonathan Taylor, who's now on Jonathan the Colts. Jonathan Taylor, Melvin Gordon, all Melvin of those. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Taylor yeah. was a little bit after that, but that was Melvin Gordon. Say okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. John, John, Jonathan Taylor was a little after, but yeah, Melvin Gordon. Uh, but no, uh, definitely a lot of fond memories from spending time up there. Got to go to Wisconsin Northwestern basketball game or football game. We always uh, – Indiana basketball uh, up until last year hadn't beaten Wisconsin Homer away since like 2001 or something crazy. They just had our number. So, but actually, they got rid of Tom Crean and now Indiana can win and it's fine because fuck Tom Crean. Oh my God, dude. No, that's not, I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so I had four kids from Wisconsin, two from Whitefish Bay. Yep. You know, like outside of Milwaukee and two more from like Metro Milwaukee. Uh, so had a like Wisconsin connection, Green Bay Packers fans and stuff. So it was a lot of fun being friends. They're the worst. It, it was making it was fun making friends with uh, fellow Midwesterners, but 
it, there's a different vibe. Um, like definitely evidence being in Madison, random people saying, Hey, do you, while you're filling up your gas tank, like people don't small talk at the pump in Indy very often, just a nice friendly vibe. I always got from the Northern Midwest. Like, I don't know. I, I was always a fan. I, I'd live there in a heartbeat. Don't care about the snow or the extra cold. I'm it's nothing. <laughs> my, my wife was like that too. Like when she moved here from St. Louis, she's like, Minnesota people are weird because you pull up to a stoplight and everyone just looks around at everyone else at the stoplight. And she's yeah, like, like, she's like, yeah, you don't fucking look at people in St. Louis. No, like, you, just you look at somebody the wrong business. way. You look at somebody <laughs> the wrong way in Indianapolis. And- yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it was funny. It's funny how that works. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when um, when did you get into Destiny? Like, at what point did you get sucked into this franchise? So same best friend I was talking about, Splinter Cell. Yep. He 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 had Destiny Day One Vanilla. Um, you know, last word, full map in the whole the whole gambit. Um, you know, the LFGs where if you didn't have um Black Hammer, Gallerhorn, you can't join. <laughs> you, you can't know. With us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So I um we had just moved out. I had just started at American Family, like I was saying. Um, we were living together and he would play it on the love seat with his monitor in front while I would sit and watch. Uh, and I had kind of gone away from gaming, like fall about the party in college. Of yeah. Long I, gone. I hit the same phase. But, you know, I kind of didn't really play many games for a, for a little while there, not near as much as I was, but he never quit. And he would sit there night after night after night hours and hours i mean just playing and and like you know turtle beach is on noise canceling can't hear i basically was hanging out by myself and actually <laughs> one night um he he would always jaw jack to telling me about stuff as he was playing um and i'm like dude i don't i don't, I don't know what you're talking about I'm like what is the last word? What are, what are we talking about? Um, and the more he played, one the more I would watch over his shoulder. Um, definitely started to get interested. A couple times he died and let me pick up the sticks. Um, he was a warlock then, so it's like the Emperor Palpatine. He he liked Stormcaller yeah. a lot. Um, so I'd play when he died and definitely just eventually um, the warlock became my character and he played his Titan. Um, and he loved it because I would just level up his alt for him, you know, right, but also nice, yeah. like, learn the game. So I was, I didn't own my own Xbox then anymore. And I did definitely didn't have the game as such. And so I basically played on his account for a while. Um, finally got to afford my own xbox one it was the april taking king update so they had come out they had come out with taking king and then that following april they overhauled a bunch of stuff i believe added some some content i can't quite remember what all came iron i think was the next one after uh yeah right rise of iron was the next one so i start playing then um and i mean definition of 
kindergarten. I mean, I remember being comically bad. <laughs> um, but it, it all started to kind of click somewhere. And we used to do a lot of what you and the PTP guys do. Um, they hadn't, it, remember when they hadn't brought private matches yet and you had to <laughs> do the, searching, the eval searching? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Searching six, shit. eval six. We did an entire four, tournament that four. way. Yeah, wow, yeah. Like weekly tournaments where we'd have like, we'd have times where we couldn't do it. You'd spend like 45 minutes doing it and then it'd be yeah. like, I'd call my brother up and be like, Bryce, you got to get on and matchmake and then leave and let somebody else join in. And once they loaded in, then the game could start. And we had to try to like, yep, you get like a minute less than everybody else in this tournament because you couldn't matchmake and you had to get somebody to come in to save the day. Yeah, I totally remember doing that shit, dude. Like, like watching, watching the searching and eval and all that because there was a method to it. You know, yeah, there just, was like a there was a strategy. Well, um, and you, and you yeah. always wondered how, like, out of the you know however many hundreds of thousands of people were on that, you and your six guys or twelve guys were matching each other. Yeah, it, it yeah. just it, it never made sense to me how we were able to magically make it happen. Yeah, in the same match consistently I, to do a whole tournament with that. It was like you knew everybody who lived near somebody else to have the best pings. Yeah, uh, I, that definitely helped. It definitely helped to have people near each other. But there was definitely something with the searching and the eval that allowed you to cancel out of not matching them. Because like like you said, Rob, like sometimes it would take fucking like 30 minutes plus to try and sync up with people. No, you uh, the trick was. If one said evaluating, the other said searching, you could go in and look and see if you matched the people. Because um, you could see the roster before it popped up, so you could back out before the game launched. So, basically, there was a time you could check the thing and make sure you got them or not, basically. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, it's been so long, dude. Dude, um, nine years? No. Yeah, I know, dude. That's nuts. <laughs> that is um, nuts. But no, so I really, and then I found the Destiny Reset podcast, which is actually yep. how I met you. Yep. Uh, and so once I got into, I, I didn't know, I wanted to learn more. You know, th this game's never been very intuitive for a new player. Thank God I had my buddy Charlie to kind of have had played since Vanilla to bring me along. But I'm the much more social one, especially with Discord and put myself out there to make new friends. He never uses lfg or does it you just i don't know just kind of averse to it um but i got into the destiny reset discord and you know we were just looking for people to play you're one of them you know and we and there was we were all trying to get better at pvp at the time yeah dude i was so and, bad <laughs> yeah and and, and <clears throat> that's where those private matches came <clears throat> excuse me and yeah just really fell in love with it from it w it became more about hanging out with the new friends than it was about the game. And from there, yeah. it, just the social aspect of it really drew me in. That was, you know, I never played a game like World of Warcraft or <clears throat> massively, you know, like an MMO type game where you're, you can LFG and play with randoms and things like that. I always play like single player games. So it's pretty incredible. That. That derp discord really was something else for finding people to play with, though. I mean, like, dude, back in the day, like Iron Banner games, like it was like it would take like just like 10 minutes and you'd have a full Iron Banner team. 
you know, or you wanted to do something like there's always people looking. And I mean, it was almost never a bad time. Like for as big as they were, like everyone was very chill. Yeah. You never met a, you never met anyone who wasn't super nice, open. None of that. Gotta have the black hammer and Galhorn. None none of that. Yeah. So that, that really bridged the gap. I mean, definitely fell in love with the game because of derp like i would have to attribute it to the guys i met in there and it was quick i mean this was day one day two i had exactly what you're mentioning i had befriended played with i the very first person was roven roving war beast if you remember oh yeah yeah i totally remember yeah yeah um that 12 hours it was like day two of me owning the game he immediately i mean we played all day and i mean he's coming to visit me now and stay with me for a week and a month. Uh, like we're, rad, we've become like, I, he's already come. We did a, a meetup based on, you remember Derp used to do the meetup out in yep. Missouri, yep. Um, like Scorio and all them. Yeah. Um, never made it out there, but we did our own. Like they would inspire us to do, to go come and hang out. Like it's crazy. I, I attribute a lot of the love for destiny to that podcast and that discord. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, dude, like they they got us like in touch with Dad Tales. Like we learned about Dad Tales through them, became friends with all those guys. Like Chuck, <coughs> like became friends with Chuck because he was hanging out with Cyborg and Cyborg was always talking about him on the show. And then like we've been out to his place and stayed with him like four times or whatever. And yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy all the friendships that spawn from that Davis, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not yeah. all of them are great, but hell, we're the reason we are <laughs> like the reason that we have a podcast is actually because of Derp. So, oh, oh, really? Okay, That's yeah. Cool. Um, Milks was in the first tournament that Rob was in for PvP. He was a member of my one hundred IO group. We had raided a whole bunch of times together. Yeah, and I, I that was when I was like, I was like a consistent zero point six seven player in PvP. And I was determined to get better and be able to play trials and go flawless. And I wanted to do everything I could. You know, I was like watching, watching fucking, um, who's that, who's that dude that, that Gator has a man crush on, um, the YouTuber sky sniper. Mm. Mm. Um, I can't think of his name. Anyways, watching all the YouTube videos and I'm like, I gotta get into private matches. And Milks was like posting about a private match tournament he was in. I was like, hey, if you ever, if you guys do a PvP league again, like, let me know. And I got, I got, did we get teamed up the first season together, Rob? No. Is that what no, it was? It was, you, it, was a, it was later when we started, like, you can pick your team stuff, but uh, it was me you were definitely Alvin. in at the beginning. You're like, yeah, this is great. I love this. Yeah, I, well, fuck. I was all in on PvP at that point. I was like, I need to get better. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yep, and what was- do you know, like six seven years have gone by and i'm very mediocre (laughs) (laughs) same here brother same here (laughs) yeah yeah it's funny how that all works out so okay so you started as a warlock for Mm -hmm. our listeners um do you have a character that you main or do you play all three i identify as a titan main Historically, mm-hmm. just in general, in Destiny, I am a Titan main, but I do play all three. And as of 
the Witch Queen DLC, I have really been a Warlock main. So really all of 2022, I mained Warlock. Um, and that's because I've started playing a lot more PvE. And I main my Warlock in PvE. I almost never play my Warlock in PvP. Almost always play my Titan in PvP still. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I've, I, I do, I level them all to max every season pretty much what is uh what is your favorite pve stuff to be doing then um so we've really hit it hard with raids in the dungeons uh once yep. they drop those two the the dungeon seal for duality like something to um face for the dungeon was cool um so i pushed hard for that disruptor title I, I had never soloed any content before never even tried before they dropped that dungeon had two guys roving that i mentioned earlier being one of them who soloed it and then solo flawless it and i was like you know Holy what shit. well and i was like you know what i think i'm good enough to do this now like i th- I, I i wanted to like prove to myself that i could solo something yeah and we had already done that dungeon like i don't know 20 times we were farming it for fixed odds red borders <laughs> um and one day i just decided to try it uh it took me i did it all in a day just one day but it was probably like seven hours it took me to solo okay. it. um and didn't fall it and didn't even try yeah, um, yeah. but i did it and that's cool so that's, that's awesome. been so that's been fun since then um also wanted to become a conqueror i hadn't really tried at many gms never yeah. just it always seemed like i'd be bringing the team down because i i'm like you i was definitely pvp first almost always every time yeah. iron banner came um, although i am mediocre i still i'll play it no matter what complaints you see in the community or metas no matter how they change things when stasis dropped <laughs> did, didn't matter like yeah yeah always stayed in pvp but um so gms and then um in beyond light um when they dropped the Deepstone crypt i was playing with a bunch of other pve guys it, it was a fir- for the first time i had a consistent six to raid on demand pretty much um and it was the first time i was trying or doing a raid for the first time with everyone early like i wasn't being sure but is what i'm trying to say yeah you know we were all learning it and in that space of i didn't do much raiding at all um across d1 or most of d2 until that raid um we did that raid 50 times i got the descendant title we fl- i flawless the raid for the first time Ooh, and so feeling. that's a yeah. really good feeling that's amazing dude and so i started to like turn the corner in pve then and so by the time they dropped duality that's kind of what i had already started to get that confidence like i'm coming off of getting my first raid seal and flawlessing something and uh being just feeling good enough to do stuff like that so since then man it last year was a good year for me in destiny um, <laughs> i'm a triple conqueror 
I know I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm just excited that I've oh no, you should be. This, I've, I've had this <laughs> definite like like turn the corner in PVE um, and really PVP too. Went flawless for my first time with Marky Mark, first time ever and only time still. Uh, me and him just yeah, he'll do that for you. <laughs> he's a damn good such player. A good dude to play with though. Like he's he's so relaxed and yeah. He's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, we were the Bash Bros, man. He runs Titan 2 and we were just running around aping. It was fun. Um so no, I soloed the Spire Dungeon, got that seal too that just dropped. Um got Fate awesome. Breaker from from the Vault of Glass raid. So yeah, doing like master raids, that was kind of another you know, eclipse sort of deals like damn, master raids. Was what's that all about? Yeah, like, like how am I going to be good enough to not get yelled at and kicked from most teams I join? But made it happen, man. And not so bad. The trick is to just do your job, and if you screw up, own it. Yeah, like, people don't mind if you screw thing. up. If you if you're a dick when you uh, when other people screw up and then you put the blame on somebody else when you screw up, that's how you get yourself kicked out of stuff. But if you are you know focusing on doing your job and just struggling and admitting that you're struggling, people don't normally care too much. Like eventually there comes a point where you're like, well, we're just not going to get it done today. We got to break it up. But like nobody's getting well. Shouldn't say nobody because. They're assholes all over the place, but most good folks aren't going to kick you the first time you screw up or something like that. Yeah. Um, the funny thing, well, I haven't done like, I haven't done a master raids yet, so I can't speak on that. But um, my experience with GMs, and I'm curious if yours was the same, is I was super like cautious to do them as well. And then I did my first one and I was like, holy shit, like, I was totally more than good enough to do this. Like, it's not the big fucking hard thing that I made it out to be. And I've probably run like a hundred plus since then. Like, do you feel like the same? Like after you do the master raids and the GMs and all that, are you just like, why was I even worried? The very first one we, I tried was Glassway. Mm. Yeah. That, that, I see. Bad first GM to try. Well, it's uh, because you didn't have soccer on your team. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, but, so, anyways. so trying that, I um, GMs taught me to play cover to cover, even yes. in PVE. Like I, I know about cover to cover in PVP, and it's very PVP mindset, um, cover to cover movement, but. I just always felt so invincible in most other content and you mm-hmm. are right. I mean, you're, yeah. you know, you pretty much roll over about anything else in the game other than master and GM stuff, even the legend, you know, it's not that hard. Um, so it is a big jump if you're not used to it. Uh, just getting one tapped, just peeking, trying to, th- um, you stay in ADS way too long, got no radar either. So you've got to really look everywhere so it's just it taught me a new style of caution while playing um but you're but once we it didn't take long before it was like okay it is literally play off your teammates play cover to cover you cannot be in the open at all you will die and as soon as you learn that it's you're right it starts to become trivialized and you're like it's just just we're plinking away at these enemies until they all die a slow death and 
we win. On to the next you, step. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you instead, yeah. Instead of like a legend where you can maybe kill two or three enemies in a clip, it's like you can kill one enemy in a clip. Or if it's a yellow bar, you kill one enemy in three or four clips. <laughs> you know. And you just you right. basically like you comms target enemies almost like a target lock function in a game. Like, hey, which one are we focus in to put the yellow bars down? You know, you just team shot to help with that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's just yeah. definitely comms helps. Uh, it's harder to do GMs with no comms. And I've done a fair amount now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've two man a GM with a random from the Destiny LFG, no comms now at this point, but it's hard. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I, a lot of the farming I've done on GMs has been just like no comms, PC LFG, you know, and, but if you've run it, once you've run it once, you kind of learn the cover to keep yourself alive. And as long as you can keep yourself alive and res your teammates when they make stupid plays, you know? Yeah, you're right. I found that if I can be the safest teammate, it, yeah. that usually... Mm -hmm. PC also, the one thing that PC has going for it that really helps is text chat. So even if you aren't on comms, if people are doing something stupid or you want to say something before you get to a part, like... Make sure you have rockets so we can nuke them on the elevator on the way up, you know, or whatever. Like, usually people are pretty, pretty good about it, but mm. yeah. Cool. Um, what's your favorite hobby besides gaming? Camping. Oh, I like it. What do yeah. you, so everyone has a different level of camping. So what's camping mean to you? So various. Um, okay. <laughs> no, so I, um, I have taken my lady to a cabin at Red River Gorge with a spigot and an outhouse and no running water, but the spigot. So filling up a five pound painter's bucket. And that was our, that's what we, you know, the old rub and you know, rub shower. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I have roughed it. Um, I've gone backpacking once with the, with the buds. So we've, 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 I've, you know, I've thrown the rucksack on, um, and hiked a few miles in it was the Daniel Boone national forest, same, same oh. forest as red river gorge. It's just close. Um, and I, we like to, I have gone to every, almost every Indiana state park at this point oh, nice. and, and camped uh, and those are like KOA campgrounds, you know, pull into a yeah. parking spot. You got an electric hookup and uh, that, that is the typical camping experience um, that uh, we do now is usually the lady does like to be able to go shower and, you know, but she's willing to hoof it for real with me. And we've, we've done that down at Elkmont campground in Smoky mountain national park in Tennessee. We did that for the fourth. So we've been some pretty cool spots. Awesome. That's cool, man. So what is it about camping that you like? Like, is it stuff that you do during the day, like going and getting lost in the woods or like what, what draws you to it? Yeah. It, it, there's something about just the detachment, man. I don't, I, become so clear-minded like it just really cleans you out i, I don't mm -hmm. know what whatever you have going on in the city you, if you get an out an hour outside uh, you know a whole lot of cornfields in indiana probably same as up there um once you get out and you start losing service and it, 
you just get away from it all. I, the the way the sun shines through the trees, the the wind rolling through, it's just serenity, really. I think. Um, and a lot of times, no, we don't do a whole lot. We'll hang out in our chairs and read books. Um, we have fallen in love with board games. So we'll set up a board game on the picnic table and we'll play board games in the sun under the trees um, or, or go hiking. Um, there's a lot of like limestone, um, cuts and things, cool features in, in Indiana to go traipse around in. So I think, I think it's just the, the total detachment and, becoming you know i we're gamers and i work remote and i'm on a trips monitors crazy screen and i'm here so getting yeah. out getting out there is really just yeah mind i cleansing. understand that sounds awesome i think I th- rob i mean you get that too like oh yeah like you you take your dog out to you've been doing state parks a lot state this parks, year. lots of state parks this last year i love we go up to the mississippi and just getting out on the water and hanging out there is always fantastic too like just away yeah. from everything Dude, I mean, that's what I love about trail running and gravel biking, man. Like, if I can get out on a dirt road in the woods or if I can be running, a like, a hiking trail, like, just be out in the trees, like, I totally get it. There's something about it, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's something, yeah, we have a chocolate lab named Gus. Uh, we just rescued another one, actually, um, named Mia. Uh, she's a coonhound mix, and Gus is a chocolate lab, so... Gus is our road dog. We take him everywhere, and that's something we can do with him as well. Sure. Um, neither of us drink or anything either. So, you know, in the winter, you know, probably as well as I do, there's not much to do in the northern states in the winter but drink and go out to dinner and hang out. You know, there's, there's not <laughs> yeah, a whole gotta, lot else to do. Yeah, you got to find something, right? I mean, you've got – I love, love, love. I would say if it's not camping, it's skiing, which I know I see you you snowboard a lot, don't you? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We got we got the kids into it. So we uh, we buy a passes every year so we can just go whenever. So it's mm-hmm. like if we have a free night and the temperature is okay, like we can – after school, we can load up the car and just go out for a few hours or pick a weekend day and go out. So try and do that or even – shit if we don't have time like we have a small enough hill in our backyard we can just go sledding so you know just you, you got to do you got to do shit besides just sitting in the living room you know exactly, exactly. that's that's really it yep so well, that's cool man um well we have a fuckload of destiny stuff to talk about should we dive into video games a little bit probably should get started if we're ever gonna finish <laughs> yeah well we don't have to go over all of it but you know it's good to Good to talk about Delmo a little bit before we jump into the shit. Oh, absolutely. Um, did you guys, did either of you check out the Chris Proctor Ascendant Nomad video that came out this week or last week? I forget where it came out. No. I didn't. Mm. Yeah. So I recommend this to anyone listening and to you guys if you are interested. Um, Chris, Chris Proctor sat down with Ascendant Nomad. It's on YouTube. Um, and they talked about, it's, it's primarily PVP and they talk about airborne effectiveness and it's really good because the Senate nomad really asked some hard fucking questions. And he, I think he really had a very good, respectful vein on what the community feels and the way he asked questions were really great. And Chris Proctor had some really, really good answers. So, um, he kind of goes into, explaining like 
what their thought process was when they introduced it, knowing that Strand was coming and that skill-based matchmaking might be coming, but they can't say anything about that to anyone and just kind of like explaining how the development cycle works and why they made the choices that they did. Um, it's really, really informative and they, they did a good job. Um, so it was, it was kind of cool. And, and he did, I mean, I think this is pretty common knowledge now, but he did touch on the fact that basically with this update now, all guns that are in your kinetic slot basically feel like they have Icarus grip on them, like old school Icarus grip mod slotted, which is kind of cool because guns like Ace of Spade and Hawkmoon now feel better in the air than they ever have in the history of Destiny. Because you could never put Icarus grip on them because they're an exotic. Right. So yeah, anyways, it's really it's cool. long. It's like a it's like a 50 minute interview. So let's keep I'm, you busy is what you're getting at. Yeah. I'm always intrigued with any Chris Proctor interview. He's been on firing range. Yeah. You're familiar with that one a couple of times yep. and recently. And I've listened to both of the, the last couple of times he's been on those talking about changes and things. Uh, so awesome to hear that he jumped on with Ascended Nomad. I am definitely checking that out. Yeah, it was, it was I, you know, I, I feel like Ascended Nomad really had some really great questions. Um, and they were, they're in the vein of what you see the community complaining about, but not in a complainy way, like in a really like down to earth approach to the way that he asked them. And I thought that was really cool. So I think it's worth a listen. I wanted to make sure to bring that up. I was really impressed with the whole thing. Well, and I like Chris Proctor a lot, I think, because um, he he's definitely willing to say things that definitely probably tell the company line, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like more so than most other devs I've seen on or listened to on podcasts. I mean, I know that's a limited number of devs that actually get on and often it's the same folks with it you know he'll, he'll have one or two guys that get on with him depending on like someone from the abilities team or um you know something like that that he'll have come on to help explain systems and things mercules was on with him uh for the first time back since he joined bungie stuff like that uh, but i i don't know i just he will say things that he probably shouldn't say and it is Sometimes he'll do it after the fact, like what you're mentioning. It sounds like he's explaining those changes came to pass already. And he's kind of giving you a, you know, a peek behind the curtain of why they made the choices they did that. I love stuff like that. Cause again, it's yeah. kind of, you know, forgiveness, not permission sort of thing. Like we did this because of this and this is why we thought of it that way. And maybe quit yelling at us on, Reddit and Twitter. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and two, like, hearing, hearing them talk about it, like, I really respect the approaches that they take, you know, like, talking about, like, about mistakes that they've made making big nerfs to things and, like, like, really looking, not trying not to make quick, decisive actions on things, but really letting the data come through and... And like making educated decisions instead of like reactive decisions, and um, it, I don't know, man. Just it was it was really good. I was really really impressed with it. So, 
Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, okay, so um, Bungie dropped a giant article again this week on Legacy Focusing. Did you guys check that out? Yes, I have checked these out. Yep. I looked at it a bit. I didn't actually pay too much attention to it, but. Um, so the TLDR is um, focusing is coming for current weapons and focusing is coming for a lot of legacy options. Um, the top of it was basically saying Ada one is going to be Mama Gli- or uh, Mama Shader going forward, which is kind of rad. Data one. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, cause she won't Not have bad. like the mods anymore. So she's just going to sell like a bunch of shaders that have been hard to get, um, from early destiny Two, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, like the, the black armory ones yeah, that you, yeah. that were RNG drops for the guns from whatever forge you were getting them from. Or like the stuff from when we had, um, they weren't called clans, but when it was like future war cult, dead orbit factions, like, yeah, factions where dead you had to like, yeah, like you had to be part of that faction to get the shader. So like those are all coming back if you didn't get those. Uh, that's kind of cool. Um, they're switching Zavala over to the same sort of engram focusing that we've seen with all the other vendors. So he's the last major vendor to get this treatment, which is kind of cool. Um, same rules apply, like he's going to have uh, Vanguard weapons from the previous season are focusable, new weapons are going to be RNG, and then once a new season drops, like the RNG weapons will become focusable and so on. So, like, that's that's pretty standard, but that's cool. Like, if you were looking for, like, a, you know, a punching out or something that you didn't get yet, you'll be able to focus it. Um. The the cool shit though is like nightfall weapons are going to be focusable now, um, and adept nightfall weapons are going to be focusable. So it looks like it looks like you you know to focus an adept weapon you are going to have to run some GMs. So, but the cool thing is like a little bit tougher now that resilience only goes to thirty instead of forty percent, but uh, still not that much harder. Yeah, especially I with think- I think. I feel like we've talked about this a lot, but the uh, class crafting has uh, sort of scaled out of GM Nightfalls. They're still hard, but they're not that hard anymore. And well, especially with all the mods and the reworking of the mods. That's yeah, coming. exactly. You should be able to. And yeah, especially when it comes to like champions, too. Right now, it's going to be easier to have coverage for your champions by having class coverage and them getting rid of match game. Also very nice in terms of, right. I I assume they'll make up some other ones that are super annoying, but match game is the one that always killed me. It's like, well, right. Now I got to now, not only do I have to run a pulse rifle, but I have to run an arc pulse rifle. So I have arc coverage that can get this thing done. So I think that, I think that running GMs while it'll be a little bit harder, cause you'll be a little squishier, still going to be not impossible even for average gamers. Well, and the th- the way to think about it is you run the GM, you're still getting the GM weapon drop, but you're right. also getting a cipher and you've run enough of them and those ciphers can be used to focus an additional weapon. Yep. And if you've already unlocked that weapon, then you can focus it. So fuck if hung jury isn't isn't 
on the menu, but you've already unlocked a hung jury, you can run whatever GM it is that week. Maybe it's really easy and focus hung juries, you know? So I, I yeah. think it's, I think it's a really cool approachable um, system because it really opens it up for people to get the shit that they want. It's less RNG. Yep. Well, and it makes them more farmable. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, because right now they've got like the double loot week, and then they, um, you know, they're always farmable, whatever it is for the week, right? Um, but it's kind of you know it's up to them what the gun is, and uh, sometimes the gun um, that you want is behind the one of the harder GMs that are more annoying to farm or try. Yeah, like what was it? Lightblade was behind Mindbenders, Mindbenders for yeah. a few days. I like Mindbender before. Yeah. Yeah, it's like no one wants to play Lightblade for a mind the new version of the Mindbenders right now. <laughs> yeah. Unless soccer's on your team. I will say <laughs> soccer changed that entire GM for me to to where I was like, oh this GM isn't hard at all because he just had the fucking boss jumping up and down the entire time. All we had to do was focus champions. <laughs> so I, my team, we did the same thing. The key is to have him doing this, is to keep him aggro to jumping down and up and down and up yep. across the middle. And as long as you keep his gaze and he's not hitting you with that, the AOE splash that he does. Yep. So devastating. Uh, so yeah, no, but I'm really excited for this as well. Um, especially getting more into GMs, the chance to pull engrams for guns on the week when that's not the gun. That great change, great change. Yep. Um, legacy weapons are going to be focusable. So you want your Uzume RR4 sniper rifle? You want? Your I assure you, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you want your horrors lease? Uh, they will be available now. The adept versions won't be. But I mean, shit, man, I don't I still don't yeah, have a horror's least. So, you, you know me, Fluffy, I have been singing my adept horror's least praises mm -hmm. for weeks. I can't put it down. It is an absolute mower. It is heating up kill clip is what is the oh, role I have on it. God, could not have gotten any luck here. It's a debt so I can throw range stability whatever i want on there yeah depth the depth mod i can't remember what my barrel and mag are but they're not bad it, it's it's got it's it's mm. and i've always loved the reticle for those dreaming city weapons yes yeah it's yeah, so, dude. so clean so yeah pair that with uh you know i've been on sidearms lately any sidearm allied demand has been my latest um, dude that dude the 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 um intrinsic per not intrinsic what's the skulking what's the wolf name? the foundry yeah. trait yeah the foundry trait thank you the foundry trait on that the rework is amazing like it's great underrated you're you're off radar for 10 seconds like 10 seconds you can run to the other side of the fucking map like it is more broken than invisibility and people just have no idea like how broken it is. I was playing with Monkey and he killed someone and reloaded his weapon. And there was two guys on him and they thought that he died. <laughs> and he looped around and killed both of them because he was off the fucking radar and they thought that he was dead. So they stopped engaging. 
Dude, uh, that has happened to me more than once where a guy stopped shooting me because I disappeared around the corner and he thought I like burned out or something. Yeah. Or like a wither horde, you know. Um, nope. Came all the way back around and put the hurting on you. No, I, yeah, I am. I And I got one this last time Iron Banner came around. I would, Before I was using, um, I, I look for damage perks if I can on sidearms just to try to shorten the TTK gaining and gain an advantage on someone else who may not have a damage perk. Yeah. Um, but since, uh, and you and I have talked about this a couple of times, like perks like eye of the storm and things yeah. like that, I've really fallen in love with the dueling perks and I care yeah. a little bit less about them. Um, I found, I think the one I've got now is if you get iron reach on it and you can outrange another sidearm with it, it's it's crazy and i know that they're walking back the sidearm fall off um the damage fall off and they're walking in you know walking the range in a bit on them i still think that 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 the allied demand with iron reach is gonna contend i really like yeah, it. yeah that makes sense mine's mine's a rangefinder eye of the storm see that i mean yeah i if i yeah i'll Mine's not perfect. I would take that all day. That's that would be my. I'm with you though. I like in the past two seasons. I think I've definitely gotten more dueling perks. Like give me perpetual motion, opening shot. I have the storm range finder. Like give me stuff like that because I the chances that I'm going to win the one v one and then go on to slay are a lot lower than I just need help winning the one v one. Like yeah. give me a perk that's always there, not a perk that relies on me completing a task to make it available yeah that's a good i was gonna say i value the uptime on mm -hmm. perks now like yeah I, I want a perk that is always active or will engage or proc in every gunfight and i have the yep. storm procs in every gunfight you get in yep so and if it if it doesn't you've already won Right. Yeah, like you've a, already put the guy down. <laughs> yeah, you just didn't need out of the storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so that's rad. I, I've been sleeping on horrors lease. I need to see if it hasn't come up this season yet, I need to be better about farming whatever GM it is. I don't I don't know if it's been a it, weapon it, yet this season. It's it hasn't, and it's they only did it for one week last season and it was a bad one. I can't remember which one, but it was a hard one. Um, it was it was one day of light blade. There, okay, and they had to, and then they had a bug, and they they took it off, and it didn't make it back. That's what it was. I was going to say there was yeah. been some wonky stuff with the horrors least in the GMs, and I, the, um, I think there are they. No, no, never mind. I was going to say it is, it is on the menu from the season. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, but it is, is it going to be in the next one, or is it just they're putting this here for focusing? But I don't know if it'll be one of the weekly drops. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think it's the weekly drop for next season, but or whatever. But I, it, it is in the season's pool at some point. I've just been sleeping on what week it is. So, listeners, if you know that it's dropping, uh, I probably don't. So, tag me. I want to run it. <laughs> I think okay, that you're honest about it at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, let's see. Iron Banner weapons are legacy weapons are coming back, so you can. Your occluded finality, which is, in my opinion, one of the better energy snipers in the game. Um, peace bond. If you don't have a good peace bond, 
Kinetic sidearm pairs with that Warrior's Lease. That's the, that's what I was using before I got that Allied Demand. Um, the other cool thing is they're bringing back armor. So you can focus armor. So like, um, and I'm really excited about this because I, since D1, I have wanted the Exile helmet for the Warlock. Mm-hmm. And all the Exile gear is going to be focusable now. And I'm happy because I don't have it and I need it. So I'm going to farm the shit out of trials for that stuff. Oh, so will I. I um, forgot that they're bringing that stuff back. Incredible. Um, As well, uh, you'll be able to focus uh, legacy trials weapons like Shariah's. If you don't have a Shariah's, if you don't have Reed's Regret, don't have an Ashes. Ashes embrace. You don't have a burden of guilt or a forgiveness. All like the the burden of guilt and forgiveness are going away after the season. All of those trials weapons are useful, whether they're in PVE or PVP. Like I recently, in the past two weeks, have fallen in love with Ashes embrace as a scout rifle, like a void scout rifle running void classes. Like it's you know, um, Randy's throwing knife two point Yeah, and like. On legendary, on that legendary um, uh, Seraph Shield mission, when you're outside and you have to take care of those shanks and those those knights that are so far away, like switch to that scout. I have my adaptive munitions pulse rifle, like on on my kinetic, and I have that scout in my legendary or in my energy, so I can take down a shield and then switch to the scout and just pop them down. And I think I have like fourth times the charm and something else on it. So it just constantly feeds my mag, you know, so you can just pop away on those headshots. Um, let's see, what else? Um, they're lowering what it, what it costs to focus weapons. Um, they talk about what's leaving, what's coming back. Trials is... Uh, getting the Astral Horizons back. It'll be interesting to see if they refresh that perk pool. Um, For people like me who felt the sting, I had a God Roll shotgun. They changed it to Surplus. Uh, (laughs) And now things have changed since then, so it'll be interesting to see if they bring it back with Quick Draw again. Um, They have the Immortal SMG, which I believe is new. It is. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what what kind of SMG that is. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Iron Banner's bringing back old weapons. Uh, yeah, okay, it does say Nightfall, uh, Horrors Least, and DFA are leaving this season. Uh, Buzzard and Swarm are coming back. So, um, oh, Are you guys then, excited for those? The Buzzard and the Swarm? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about them. We'll see them. how they actually play, but uh, I... New guns are great. Hard stuff. Buzzard never had enough range, but sidearms never had enough range. So I would be interested to see how Buzzard will play in PvP. Because it was a good one, and I've always been a... Uh, I love the... that They operate the most like a pistol, like a, like a true sidearm, if that makes yeah. sense. The, the way they look and feel while firing. And that one was always super clean. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that one plays out. I'm all about it. I like, I like a good sidearm for sure. Um, yeah. 
Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, th- I thought this was really interesting. So adept weapon focusing for trials and nightfalls. So if you have a set, it, the way that they word this is really weird. It says adept weapon focusing for trials and nightfalls will see the following cost. A seven wind trials ticket or 10 adept nightfall ciphers. That makes me think that if you've unlocked something going flawless, that you can use Grandmaster ciphers to focus trials weapons because it says or. Mm-hmm. Could be semantics, could be true. And that would be crazy to like, if you've unlocked it, to be able to not have to worry about about going flawless again to get it, but instead you can just use your GM ciphers that you've built up to like focus a bunch of weapons. I mean, I think that would be really cool. I couldn't couldn't see too many negative, you know, it's like, because no, GMs, it's like you, you, and you've also got to do five GMs to get 10 ciphers. So yeah. like, yeah, that's, a, no, that's a fair it's amount wrong. of grinding for one child's gun. You know. Uh I will say I forgot that this bug is still in the system because I I mean you guys know I'm a potato. I only go flawless like when I'm lucky or people carry me. Uh but this weekend uh someone took me I was I just started LFG in groups. Like I played solo for a long fucking time and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm just gonna put myself out there. And like people like LFG, I don't know if you guys have seen trials LFG lately, but LFG trials is uh, like 1.5 or better, be a 2.0 or better, DM me your trials report. Hey, who who beat DeFizzle this weekend? Would it be you? Well, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> but <clears throat> but I just like, dude, I'm I'm an, I'm a fucking dad. Like, I don't give a fuck what these kids think. I'm just going to try. Like, if I don't try, like, the answer's no, right? So right. I straight up screenshotted my trials report that said I was like a 0.57 this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, I was sending people that were like, be a 1.4 better. And I would just shoot and be like, this isn't what you're looking for, but I don't want to play solo. So, like, I can listen. Like, if you got room, like, I'm down to game. And I just started screenshotting and sending people like my 5.7 trials report for the weekend. <laughs> and dude, fucking people were all about it. Like, like I was just super chill in my message to them. And I found some really good groups of people to run with. And uh, one of them worked out. We went all the way to Lighthouse. Well, the bug in the system is you can turn in your flawless card, you know, and get your second chance at an adept weapon. But then if you get to seven wins again, every time you win, whether you've gone, whether you're on a flawless ticket or not, it will still drop adept weapons. So I just started playing solo because I was like, well, fuck it. Like, eventually I'll get to seven again. And uh, had like five or six more weapons drop. Like, while I was waiting for reset just because I was just playing. Like, I'm like, well, I'll just keep playing. Like Rob said, he uh, he wit- you witnessed the game or how did that play out? I went back and watched the VOD because I, I have him on my list of things to watch. So I was like, oh, well, I'll pull up the, the Fizz VOD and watch the game. And it took me a while to find you because he was playing the same, literally played the same guy uh, like six or seven times. And it was like, all right, we get it. You guys play a whole bunch of times. It's very fun. Everyone's having a great time. But uh, so finally I found you guys game and I watched that and it was fun to watch them sort of be on roller skates, if you will. 
Dude, yeah. So I was so I was solo queuing at this point. This is like an hour or two before reset. And I was just like, I had already had seven wins, so I wasn't going to look for an LFG team. I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to solo queue. It. it is what it is. And we went up against Grenader Jake, DeFizzle, and their carry. And their carry was not very good. No, and my blueberry was fucking cracked, dude. And I, re- I realized this like the first match. I was like, this dude is fucking cracked. Um, and we beat him. We beat him like five two or some shit yeah, like it was that. Five two. And and I went positive that game. And I just <laughs> and I just started following him. And I got, dude, I got a kill on. I don't know if it was that game. That game I for sure got a kill on Grenade or Jake. I think I got a kill on DeFizzle too, like that game with Vooping him. They were not expecting the fucking loops. No one's expecting the loops, dude. No one ever does. Well, yeah, Matt, was it? A Wormhaven and it was, was done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it was Sorry, capture was... the point. Ooh, I remember. I pl- I played a little bit. I just couldn't remember. Thank you. Yeah. So um, it was amazing. Like it was, I never, never in a thousand years would I think that I could solo queue into a game like that and win. So I got all happy, showed, showed a couple of my friends that I actually did something. Um, and then <laughs> Rob was, Rob was watching the vid and then I got, that I queued up against Jake and DeFizzle four or five games in a row after that. Oh, like, really? Population was fucked. Um, on, on Tuesday morning, I played the same people over and over and over again, like, like literally over and over and over again, but I played them four. I think it was either four or five games in a row and they dunked on us every single time and the funny thing was the last two games i got the same blueberry really and and rob was watching and he's like you got the same guys or i told him or whatever yeah and i was like all excited bravo and angry were the names of the two guys bravo bravo was the one who was cracked and uh and um they dunked on us the first game that i played with bravo again and there were two stacks. So I'm like in text chat and I was like, hey, sorry, I died like one of the rounds and Bravo responded to me. And I'm like, oh, shit, they have text chat on. So I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm an OK player. Like we beat them last time. Do you guys want a third? And it was just like radio silence. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right. Dude. Peter says no. <laughs> Point taken. Uh, and they dunked on us and then we got them again and it was Bravo again. And I'm like, really? I'm like, we got it this time, guys. Like we can do it. It was just radio silence. These guys are like, fuck you, dude, you're tanking. And, uh, and they dunked on us again. And then that was their lighthouse game, I think. Gotcha. So, but it was, it was pretty, it was cool. Like it was cool to win. And then it was reality check to like, it dunked on them four times in a row. <laughs> I mean, I don't care who you are. Beating guys that good at all ever. Dude, Always fun. Dude, going well, the going positive too. Like it yeah. wasn't like my blueberries carried me and I did bad. Like I stayed alive for the most part. Like there was once or twice that they got me, but I played really smart. Like and I, I played really well with a good player. Mm-hmm. Um I I will say I I had that burden of guilt drop, and I've always hated that archetype. It's what, 660? Yeah, 660. Kinetic stasis. Um, so I had a hammer forged, which is range. Projection fuse, which is range. Perpetual motion, which we were talking about. Always up. And high impact reserves. Um, 
And I love it. I love that fusion rifle. I don't know if it's just because I've had so much time between the rental meta and, and using main ingredient. Like I took a season or two off of that, that I can adapt to the faster firing fusions, but it's fast enough that as I realize someone's pushing me with the shotgun, I can get them eight out of 10 times and, or, or make enough space that I can get them before they can be within range. Um, it just, it feels really, really good. Like, and the bolt pattern is solid. So it really, this weekend really made me fall in love with fusion rifles again. Um, so I talked to Lego about it cause he's been talking up this fusion rifle for a long time. And he was like, uh, put adaptive targeting on it. Even though you take a hit to stability, um, put a helmet mod on and it is super sticky. So yeah, I've, I've got one Killing Wind Vorpal. <laughs> he, he loves Killing Wind on it. He told me he'd rather have Killing Wind than Perpetual Motion. Hmm. But yeah, he's to... also the type of player that gets those kills and can chain them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I think even just with it being kinetic, because like I said, I can't put that horror's lease down. Yeah. Um, might be a nice alternative to, uh, cause I, I, uh, I mean, I'll run a shotgun, but I prefer to try to play with something else. Just we've been playing with shotguns for so long, you know? Exactly. Yep. I disagree. Totally that. <laughs> It'll be a cold day in hell before I give up my shotgun. Uh, um, okay. So real quick, we talked about ammo, ammo economy. Let's talk about the TWAB real quick. Um, there was one or two things. Uh, they talked about their what happened with the system blowing up. Um, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? It happens. Yep. Just uh, did, the way these things happen. <laughs> did you guys see the new armor that they're putting out that you get to like vote on? Bug versus spider or something like that? Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I mean... I'm a fan. I mean, of you know, different characters on different of the armor sets. Like the warlock bottom one looks pretty looks pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely intricate, and I like that direction. If they keep putting sets out that are similar to this, yeah, uh, they're changing how voting's going, which is super dope. Uh, Titans get a vote on what Titans want. Hunters get a vote on what Hunters want. And Warlocks get a vote on what Warlocks want. So it's not this set wins. It's what do you want for which set do you want for which class? Which I think is a much better approach. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Love that they did that. Um... They <laughs> they're changing deep sight weapons uh, at the exo frame at the helm to reset daily. So if you didn't get your red border weapons uh, done yet, every single day you can buy a red border now. I'll tell you what, man. This season's activity is the one of the it takes the longest of the seasonal activities uh, in a few seasons, I'd say. Oh yeah. Um, so it's tough to farm them, especially when yeah. all you want to do is play comp or something. Yep. <laughs> you know, but you want your red borders or to finish the weekly story stuff. Um, it's 
it's always always have mixed feelings when they make a change like this this late into a, a season you know because it's like i what was all that for now i can go and because i mean i i've got most of them already crafted oh, oh dude <laughs> yeah so someone like me it's like yeah maybe i and i should have you know i should have learned they made they did something similar to this it wasn't daily like this but they definitely changed things in the uh, the last, last season. season yeah yeah and so i should have known that they may do something like this but hey you know what awesome everyone deserves to have crafted weapons that's what it's for um and i'm a huge fan of being able to craft things i'm uh pretty crazy when it comes to i, I like have this thing where i want to craft every gun that's craftable as a side you know some a challenge i made for myself sort of sort of deal that's cool um so I, I'm a fan of them making it easier, and uh, you know, I I think leveling the playing field in really any case is good change. Well, and they, you know, they set out with an idea, and maybe their idea didn't pan out how they wanted it to, so they're they're doing something about it. Like Iron Banner, man, everyone was complaining, like I'm never playing Iron Banner again after two resets in one week, and they're like, okay, more rep for you. <laughs> exactly. I exactly. Play, I, I didn't play Iron Banner that week because I knew that's what was going to happen. <laughs> oh, I gilded it. Don't uh, you worry. Same thing there. I sat there match after match. But you know what? I don't. I, I enjoyed it. I think you and me, Fluffy, I don't. A couple of our friends may not have liked that fortress mode, but we like. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I, I thought it forced you to actually play the objective. I, you, you know. I will say that I liked Eruption the most so far of the three modes that they brought, but I I really applaud them for doing different shit, and I think it's what PvP needs, so I'm not going to be negative about any of the modes that they bring because I understand that they're going to bring shit and not all of it's going to work, but I'd much rather play something new and try it and then see what go, where it goes, you know? Totally agree, and you're right. I mean, Eruption is by far the superior. Like, I, I definitely would be fine if it was just Eruption every time in perpetuity. Like, that was a really cool kind of go Super Saiyan chain kill. Like, yeah, it, uh, I just I like that mode for sure. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see what else. Um. One thing I wanted to touch on was okay. So ongoing theme of the show. I've been spending all my money crafting this hand cannon, right? Correct. Or, or going for this hand cannon. Uh, I think I'm... I think I'm at six resets and trials, and I'm on level 15 of 16, so I'm like half of a half of a rank away from seven trials resets this season. Um, I, I came across this Reddit post, and I almost fucking died this week. And this dude's like, why is everyone farming stability masterworks for Exiled Truth when range is typically what you want to do? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I like go start reading. Turns out I've had the God roll this whole time. Um, <laughs> of course you have. No, well, 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 I should say, wait, wait. I don't know if I had the God roll because I think my I, I think my barrel maybe could be better. Uh, but I have basically the God roll, right? Or, or or a God tier version of it. But apparently you want your stability on a hand cannon at 65 because then the reticle resets perfectly between shots. 
<laughs> so I think I think like 65 to like 80 is where you want it. And the stability masterwork gives you that. So I've been farming <laughs> for weeks for a hand cannon, thinking that I want range to learn this week that I don't actually want a range masterwork on it. And it's kind of trippy. Well, at least you got all those uh, legendary shards to look for something else now. Yeah, well, I, you know, you know, it's funny. I still am like, I could get a better barrel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, whatever. I'm still throwing my money away. It's okay. I'm okay with it. Don't make so me You shouldn't throw your money away. I'm just saying throw it away after something else. Yeah, I did. I will say I did take it. Like, like going to Lego's Discord has been my new, like, like fact check for what I find on the Internet. So, like, I took the Reddit post to his Discord because a lot of you have him and he's like, He's one of the new massive breakdown guys. And then you have some really high level players in his discord. So I'm like, okay, guys, I'm like, is this legit? Or is this just like uneducated people on Reddit spouting off bullshit? And they're like, no, no, that's that's totally a very valid argument and makes sense. So I did. I did Blair Canary video was fantastic again this week uh, that he released. So go watch that if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, dude. And his editing, God, his fucking editing is so good. There was a scene like in in that video where his transition was like he was he was shooting his bow and he goes to zoom in and the bow reticle rotates and then yeah. he zooms out and he's holding a different bow and takes a shot like in a different location. And I was like, that was the coolest fucking transition ever because it was like a focus and like it just I don't know. That dude's got skills. For sure. Fun to watch. Yep. Uh, let's see. Besides that, I'll end my destiny talk quickly here. Uh, Ladbroxy got one. It's fun to use in the Crucible. If you like autos, it's worth a try. Uh, we did a King's Fall raid. That was a lot of fun. Kingsley explained it all to me. Um... And I have decided to start maining a Dawnblade again. Or, well, Solar Warlock in PvP. Always. Yeah. Why? Um, I think it's because I've played Titan for a season and a half. And the, the barricade changes were coming. And so after reset and after they brought the system back up, I was like, you know, I should really play comp on all three characters and just get three roses a week. Like, why am I not doing this? Like, I don't give a fuck about my comp score. Like, even if I don't play well, I should just do this. And I played my Titan, did fine. Played my Hunter, had a lot of fun. Played my Warlock, and I was like, I'm going to do Stasis. Like, I'm going to try and be a Freezy Boy. And I played one game, and I'm like, no, this is not the movement that I need. And I went back to, to Dawnblade, or well. And um, I'm, I played Dawnblade for quite a bit in the previous seasons. And I forgot how much I missed the in-air dash and healing nades and a healing rift. And I was like, okay, this toolkit gives me a lot of survivability because I can throw a nade against a wall even if I'm in the air and, and survive. But then I also have the dash, which is what I really like in Titan. Like, I think shoulder charge is really, really huge. Um, and so I started playing Warlock, and it was, I think it's those things plus Ophidians 
So having Ophidians on and having like a double hand cannon um, quick draw handling mod. So like my hand cannon's instantly ready, but then having like fast reload, fast ready on top of that on everything else, like it just, it just sold me. Like I, it feels so fast and so fluid. So I'm back on that Warlock train, I think. No, I mean, the reason why I ask is because you're right. You know, I said a few minutes ago that I almost never play my Warlock in PvP, but you're right. I forgot about the, they just came out with those barricade changes. And I mean, I was a, you know, dirty void Titan with the overshield. Yep. Um, and they, and they definitely, I mean, that's even worse than the base cooldown if you're not on void. It's like 20 seconds more than the base barricade as well. So, yeah, I, I'm because you're right. I definitely have always loved the dash. Um, yeah. And so I may be on that same train. And, well, and maybe I, I'll just never come off of my Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really good roll of Ophidian's drop. So I can run 30 mobility, 100 resilience, and 100 recovery with 80 on my grenade. So I have healing nades up a lot. And then I always have my rift up. So. The survivability is huge for me, I think, in PvP. I think that's the only way I can be competitive because I'm my shot is, you know, I'm average, right? Mm-hmm. So I need movement to get away, and I need survivability if I can get away. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my solar lock, I can get triple hundred um, with this Luna Faction role Ooh. that I have. Um and you know, obviously that's typically a PVE exotic, but I value the stats so much. Yeah. For for like what you're saying. Like I am also mediocre and need the one hundred recov and being able to have a hundred discipline for the heal nade. If you I mean, I don't run them all the time, but I run them sometimes. And definitely the increased reload speed while in a rift, like it's serviceable. Yeah. There are situations where that does benefit you in PvP. Absolutely. Uh, but you're right. I because I've got a good role on some Ophidians too, and I don't use those enough. And I'm sure I yeah, we're speaking the same language. I'm definitely probably gonna go try that out. I think I think my thing with nades is the solar nades are okay, but none of them none of them consistently get me kills like a void spike nade. Touch of flame on a fusion nade with the warlock will kill. Oh, right, right, right. It explodes explodes twice. Yep. Yeah. So so that you do get a lot of kills with that, with the double explode on a fusion nade. You know, uh, Scrub, we had a, we had a, what's your meta episode with Scrub. And that was the nade that he told me to run on, on that for the double explosion. You're totally right. I forgot about that. Mm Hmm. Yeah. yeah, typically I'll throw the heal nade on if I'm like really sweating, but if I'm just kind of hanging with buds, I, the fusions, what I usually go with. Thick people for sure. <laughs> yeah, just I'm I'm a huge Semtex. I'm, I'm, I've always been a, that's the grenade type I choose, whatever. God, Semtex. I like the <laughs> sticky nades. Yeah, yeah. I'll never Throwing forget laugh. Lana. Lana back in the day with her oh, sticky nades the and Invisible sticky Hunter. Nades. Yeah. The yeah, Invisible, she, yeah. She would do the crouch on the Ark Hunter and go invisible and then like pop up on you and stick you and then disappear. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 
so many, so many times in, in private matches doing that shit, dude. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Okay, I've been talking way too much. What do you guys got, Destiny? I haven't played this week. I've been so busy. Uh, and then obviously, there was a day when people, nobody was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've just been sort of hoping to get some in this weekend. Cool. Yeah, no. Um, I have taken a couple of days off since reset, but over the week, played a lot, uh, you know, for, since last Tuesday until they brought the game down. Um, we did three of the five or six raids in one night on Saturday. Nice. Um, we've been doing DSC because we all want crafted versions of those guns and my my clan were a huge fan of the perk set in the deep stone raid um and you can't get them anywhere else so like first gun i'm going for is trusty because i like it in pvp and it's a good gm and it's solar scout um i like the faster firing scouts like you were saying aisha's embrace uh for even pve uh uh, so trusty um i mean that shotgun honestly I've always wanted 180 hand cannons to make their return. Like I love that archetype. I love the way all those guns have always felt. Uh, like what was that game of gun? Was it Trust? Oh, uh, fuck. What was that? I think, I think it was Trust. Yeah, the 180 yeah. solo oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was Trust. I loved Trust. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and I just posterity it just the way that gun looks and feels and the reticles on all of those deep stone guns are like some of my favorite reticles as well so we went for that um did play a bit of trials i hate hate i i shouldn't say hate i strongly dislike worm haven i'm just yeah, i'm just bad at it and capture yeah especially when they put the cap outside on the yeah. The edge of the map there but behind the tall pillar it's like you if you don't get top control mm-hmm. in mid there you're just done for i learned two lfg groups that i played with were very very good about teaching me things like while we were playing and telling me why we were rotating like we were oh. and i learned some really fucking valuable spots and ways to control Wormhaven this weekend, which is cool. Um and I played I played last night with Gator and Warcry and we got Wormhaven and I'm like, you guys go here, I'm going here. This is why we're doing this. And we would fucking control the map. And like we took out the other team just controlling the map that way. So I I was like you, like Wormhaven was never a favorite of mine, but like learning learning coming from the bottom inside up. And then sliding all the way to that middle box and looking down inside because that box will block the other hallway. So if you can get there fast, they can't snipe you and you have cover and you can shoot the dude down low. Like there's some tricks like that that I learned that have been beneficial. Yeah, I'm going to have to get in there and, um, you know, try and get it to drop with you in a either quick player compensate and let me know because I'd be interested because, yeah, you're right. Exact same thing. I just. I think I've never really quite learned how to play it. I always just kind of run to mid and look down the lane and get yeah. picked, you know? Yep, um, yep. <laughs> and then, you know, 
then it's turned into me just hard pushing B because nobody does that like down in the behind. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're a sitting duck for people who know like what you're saying. They use that box. I always forget that box has like a head glitch where you can't you can't shoot them, especially if you're crouched. Yep, uh, up top there. So yeah, yeah, and you can you can like head glitch from either side so you can move to the like if they're on b you can move to the outside part of that top and you can see them but they can barely see you and vice versa if they're on that outside cap point you can just back up towards b and still be on that top level and look down on them and it's yeah it was it was interesting i definitely got an education in that map but i also played like over a hundred trials games this weekend so you got your money's worth yeah yes you because of uh it being Wormhaven, I only played a few. Yeah, don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's all good. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's you know, it's fun. You just rinse and repeat, right? <laughs> all right, my um, dad had a rogue printer. Just started printing randomly, and you're you're gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> I didn't, it didn't come across didn't at all. So you're all good. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I'm really sorry. No, no, all good. Yeah. Yeah, I need I've been really bad about the getting the deep stone weapons, but that shotgun is my go to in PvE if I need a shotgun, the heritage. Um I love succession. Like I wouldn't mind crafting a succession. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, really I'd want to craft them all. Yeah. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. I'm 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 hoping and praying. You know, just us Destiny vets have the Throw it in your vault in case they change the meta mentality. Mm-hmm. Not, well, not Rob, but yes, we no, have not that. Rob. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, this is like that. <laughs> well, if you change the meta, uh, I'll play the game enough to get at least a gun of that meta that I can use and be fine with instead of freaking about out about being at 496 slots in my vault. <laughs> <laughs> so I am good about how much I have in my vault, regardless of you know saying that. Um, I, I keep one of, I usually keep one of most guns they drop until, unless it's just like comically bad. Um, but no, just, um, um, one day they will bring one eighties in line or a touch under, but closer to one forties to at least make them viable. Cause I do understand that, uh, there is a very fine line with 180s where yes. if you, if you overtune them, it is you're just getting wrecked by yep. anyone using them. So I, I used to love service revolver. Like when I played Xbox, service revolver was like my favorite hand cannon to use. Like so, I, I definitely have had a love for 180s for sure. Um. So yeah. So didn't. Didn't play too much trials, but gave it a shot. But I always, um, lately I've been honestly relying on you. I play a lot of trials if you're around. Yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah. you know, if I'm on when you're on, that's definitely trying to I get think, as much. I think we need to play some comp too. I think, you know, we, we play really good together. I think we could, we, I think we would do really, really well in comp. Um, I think so I too. Think I think we could definitely hold our own there. Trials is always like a shit show, right? Because we're always playing like 2.0 players. Yeah, but. and I, play, you know, it's like like you were mentioning your 
send in screenshots your KD. My KD looks the same in trials, but you go incompetence, double that, or yeah, I, I play way better. Honestly, I yeah. play. I've told you this last time we were playing. I play better in threes than I ever do in sixes, um, and when it's not Elim. And like to to give the listeners some idea, like Domo is definitely a better player than I am. So he's being modest when he says he's bad. Like he's he's definitely like he definitely has you definitely have some more awareness than I do. Like you're better about staying alive. I think I think I I lose sight of things and push when I shouldn't and make mistakes. But that comes from putting the shotgun away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 But us uh, us crayon eating titans. I mean, there's there's always going to be a little ape in there. You know, yep. it's never it's never going to go away. No, no. It doesn't matter if you switch to Solar Warlock main. No, well, that's just as fast. Like, yeah, it is, especially <laughs> with the dash. Yeah. Yeah, it's just as fast. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'd be excited to get into some more comp. And you're right. There's no reason we shouldn't be getting a rose on every tune every week, you know, at the very least. And even then, it'd be it'd be cool to I never got unbroken. Just I never I never hit legend. Um yeah. Never had a consistent squad and never wanted to go through the solo grind. And that was before they had the the freelance node. Uh, Or I guess just, you know, hitting legend. And and the fact that you had to do it three in three seasons in a row. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was three times. Man, so I honestly, like, I got a lot of respect for anybody who's got Unbroken for just that. Just you had to hit it three seasons in a row. Um, and anyone who's got like gilded unbrokens is like, you know, it's like, I just, I have a lot of respect for that seal. You see somebody rocking unbroken, you know, it's like, yeah, you're an OG PVP no doubt about it. Um, you put some time in. Yeah. yeah. Or you have good friends. Yeah. We'll see. Dude, I that- you're being modest too. You know, you're a much better player than you're giving yourself credit for. Our KDs don't speak of, don't speak to how good we've become because of how bad we were probably for so long, especially when they had the fours destiny you know, four on four and the yeah. early D two days. I didn't, I didn't fare too well, but I've definitely gotten a lot better. And there's just so many games that my, my you know, I, I value my seasonal KD more now because that's a true indicator of how good I consistently am. Yeah. Well, unless you play like a hundred games of mostly solo trials, because my I'm pretty sure my seasonal KD is below a one point oh. That's why. It's because you're playing it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's Elim too. So if somebody reses you and you get farmed, like your KD's yeah, fluffed. Well, and a lot of a lot of the games too are a three stack versus three blueberries that can't communicate. Precisely. So you yeah. just you have a zero KD, and then you go you, the games you win, you you might have like a two point five or something crazy. It's just very skewed yeah. data. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. Cool. Cool. Uh, what else, guys? Anything else video game related? With the downtime, um, so for a while these last couple of years, if it's not destiny it's been escape from tarkov okay, which is yeah. a hardcore looter shooter yep. um and then you know i've i've played a ton of different 
games, but been in that one a lot. And then back in October, they dropped um, a game called Zero Sievert. It is a an indie game, a 2D pixel art. Um, it's a mix of Tarkov and Stalker. If that if you've ever played a Stalker game, no. um, so it, it has the same elements of Tarkov where you put a kit together, um, you go in, you drop into a raid. There are two extract points, and you've got a set of tasks you might you go and complete couple of the map three of the maps have bosses on them so it's a it's a pve game no pvp whereas tarkov definitely has pvp in it um but it's it is an ode to tarkov it they the maps are the same maps in tarkov with (laughs) that's funny so, so on tarkov the there's a mall map called interchange it's just one big mall with two levels um So you get a lot of room clearing, uh, CQC. It's a good map for CQC. That map is just called Mall in Zero Sievert. The same boss that is on that map is known as like the strongest, uh, most kitted boss. He runs around with an RPK with a 75 round mag and just absolutely spraying people down. And Escape from Tarkov is known for giving their NPCs like crazy aimbot like you're 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 dead if they see you you're dead yeah sort of sort of thing but well they try they put that boss in zero sievert the name of the boss in tarkov is killa the name of the boss in zero sievert is kibba so they had it's, it's, <laughs> so they've nice. got these all the same guns ammo types are the same the way the loot uh, is set up is the same so it's 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 it, it emulates a lot of what tarkov does um, it's just, I, I'm, I am a sucker for those, you know, 32 bit pixel art games, you know, yeah. it, like, but the new versions that they keep putting out in like, you know, 2021, 2022, I mean, they've been doing it for years. Games like Stardew Valley game, you know, those yeah. pixel, pixel art games. I've, I've just, I don't know why I, I super nerd. I, I like them. And just the yeah. fact that it's a shooter, uh, and it's like my favorite other game other than destiny i have fallen in love with that game i've got already like 100 hours in it um i've already beaten it i'm doing you get three saves so i'm like doing a second i rarely do like second playthroughs of stuff i'm like playing through this game again like when you know when you get far enough in a destiny season you start just kind of waiting to see what friends are on and you're yeah who's on and what they like to run kind of do. Like if you're on, I'm running trials. If my guys in the clan are on, we're usually doing like a bunch of raids on Saturday night or some GMs and the PVE stuff. Um, and other than that, I'm like in that game. So I, I have been obsessed with, with that game. That's so cool. Check it out. It's also very cheap. It is like 15 or 20 bucks. So, and it's, oh, nice. it's I would encourage any listener if you are, Looking for a quick little, you know, you've kind of got, you found yourself at a point in the this season of Destiny where you're kind of did all you wanted to do, or you're just kind of getting on to to play with buds, and you want something else to play during the lull between now and Lightfall. It's a good little cheat game. You might get some enjoyment out of a lot of a lot of depth there. What's the uh, what's the name of it again? Zero Sievert. S I E V E R T. Nope. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Good stuff, man. Um, Rob, you been playing anything else? No, just, uh, well, I fired up uh, Dragon Age Inquisition again the other day. Uh, we were going to try to create a new character, and then I went and looked at my last save that I had, and I was like, man, I am literally right at the end. I should just go beat it and then start again. So I went and killed the last dragon I needed to kill to kill all of the the dragons that are out there, and now I can go do the final boss. I loaded into the game, and I'm like, I haven't played this game in like two years. And I look down, and I'm like, oh, I'm in a dragon fight. I quit right in a dragon fight. Great. <laughs> so I died like twice in that endeavor, uh, figuring out what I was doing, and then uh, then got moving forward again. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun. That's cool, man. You still think you're going to do another playthrough, though? Probably. I really enjoyed the uh, the anime, and got me and the the Dreadwolf ads are looking pretty enjoyable. So, or I mean, they haven't shown a whole lot, but just enough to get you like, all right, I'm ready for this game to come out now. Could it happen quicker, please? Uh, but yeah, so it's coming along, and I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I never played that game, but I had a couple buds who. Swore by it. Yes, the Dragon Age. I always enjoyed them. Like mm-hmm. all three of them are great. The uh, first two are a bit on the older side these days, but I, say, I heard the Inquisition holds up in twenty twenty three. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's nine years old now. I realized when wow. I loaded in, it was a twenty fourteen game. But I think Marky Mark's been playing that too. He's been working on getting that. Uh, Getting that perfect build for himself. Mm-hmm, I did. Deal. I did see the boys say that they're coming back for uh, uh, whatever the fucking next expansion is. God, how did I for Destiny? Lightfall. Yes. Lightfall. Yeah, Nessie and Nessie and those guys are coming back, so we might even get a Marky Mark back for Lightfall. So, I'll, uh, or at least I'll a little do, bit. Yeah, I'll do my best. I'll send them a little birdie. Hey, Amen. <laughs> got these games and you got a new subclass. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, they're you know they're they're on their they're on their cog grind. It's good to take breaks. So I know like was it last season? It was two seasons ago. I think Nessie was on it like fucking daily, grinding the shit out of it. So I understand why people got burnt out. And last season, last season killed off a lot of people. So it's good to take a break. I played a decent amount last season. I have not gotten back into this season, even though I found this season more enjoyable than last. Mm-hmm. To put it in perspective, I had about a, a thousand hours in Destiny 2 on my Xbox, bought a PC, had about 1,200 hours um, probably in the last like three years. I put Almost a thousand. I'm at 2,400 now. (laughs) (laughs) So I put a thousand hours in last year, you know, more more than I had put in in three or four years in one year is what I'm trying to say. So it's easy though when you have a good raid team, right? Because you said you got your raid team, right? And you do your PVE stuff. Like our raid team kind of fell off, what, two seasons ago? Like, because we were raiding almost every Friday night for. Mm a couple years so it makes a difference for playtime for sure oh we can definitely get you in there whenever you want but no you're definitely right um 
getting more into PVE is definitely why there are so many more hours. And it was always been the crafting, the fact that they added that crafting uh, and you could, you know, it just, if I didn't want to chase the depth stuff, I could go get something that could compete. And that's yeah. you know, what drove me to play a lot of the stuff to get the craft. So, yeah. Dope. Um, let's see. What else? Um, our fitness stuff is coming to an end next week. I should probably draft up the next fitness contest. We'll have another one run in February to March. Um, I, uh, God, I'm, I'm a little bummed, man. I was going to go fat biking tomorrow with my buddy. I took a half day and I text him. I got off work and I, we went over to my parents' house tonight. So I got off work and I took a shower and I text him. I'm like, we still good for tomorrow. He's like, yeah. And then like right before the show, he's like, oh shit, my, my son doesn't have school tomorrow and he has a birthday party at one o'clock. We can't go biking. And I'm like, God damn it. So I got to mm-hmm. work tomorrow, but I'll probably get out on, get out on the bike one way or another. Um, but treadmills fixed too. So running inside. Yay. Don't have to be in grossness if I don't want to. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I need to get back on, back on my whole fitness game. I've been slacking in December. Me too, man. I've, uh, I've got a Peloton so I can ride that. Um, yeah, right outside. I've got like our little den upstairs. Um, got the Peloton. I've got a, um seated bench where i can do like you know i can fold it and do sit up and do militaries or do stuff with free weights and nice um, things like that but i use the the peloton and i like that thing yeah yeah it's nice to be able to have something that you can access like when you have free time so yep i'm very happy about it as well um in community news, PK dropped a new song today on Spotify. We we tweeted it out Links are also in Discord. It's pretty cool. It's like uh, inspired by Michael Salvatore. It's done with another Destiny music creator. Um, very much like uh, got that DSC vibe to it, the Deep Stone Crypt Raid vibe to it. It sounded really good. Rob, did you get a chance to check it out? I listened to it a little bit. I didn't get to get the full uh, full listen yet, but I enjoyed it quite a bit from what I heard. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um I mean, it just, it felt like, like some high quality Destiny raid music. I enjoyed it. Um, Rob, you got mentioned in Native Raiders uh, video this week. That was, <laughs> it was like the seven, seven top reasons why I'm a Titan or why Titans yeah. are the best or some shit like that. Yeah, fucking great video. I think everyone should. Yeah, it was very enjoyable, man. I, props to Native for that. Is his, some of the videos he's been putting out are fantastic. Um, our boy Sweaty Spooks has been putting out like uh, Crucible shorts as well. He had he had one today with two Titans, uh, him and another Titan running into each other. And uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it's pretty great. So um, if you don't if you don't sub to their YouTube channels, like check them out They're They're both putting out some funny stuff. And uh, yeah, they I was talking to Sweaty today or yesterday about a project he's working on. Uh, since he was on the show last week, some some things have come to light. So hopefully it works out. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm excited for for what might come of that. And I think that's that's about it. Should we uh, add some music to the playlist? Put some music on. 
Okay. Let's do it. I was smart this time, and I went and got my other PC before the show. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't have it turned on, so I got to, like, vamp for, like, a minute while it loads up. But Yeah, well, you well know. don't worry about that. That's overrated to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel I feel responsible, you know, after after like five and a half years of doing the show, like, I'm on I'm on it. I got it. I got my things going, Rob. <laughs> OK, uh, let me load up Spotify here. Dude, I finally got Spotify working, but it was really weird. Like it, I couldn't get it to load on my PC or my cell phone for like <laughs> three hours today. Like it would, it would, I mean, it would come up, but it wouldn't play anything. Yeah, that's weird. I haven't, uh, yeah. I've been in Spotify most of the day because they've got Twitch. They've even got Bungie.net blocked with at my office on oh, my really? on the Wi-Fi. So I couldn't even read the TWAB. <laughs> yeah, so I had to wait till I got off of the, I guess I could have read it on my phone with no Wi-Fi, but no, I, my Spotify was working. That's interesting. Back in the day, um, we had everything like I could I'd sit on in derp, like on Discord at work and just have a Discord tab up and just like hang out with people all day while I was at work. They, I can't I can't fucking do anything now. Even like half the shit I have to do for my job, I have to go get security approval to go to the website for it's, well, it's what's crazy. funny about it is. So I have Discord on my work laptop, the full yeah. PC app. I didn't need the admin pass you know you usually need like an admin password to download anything don't know yeah. why but i'm able to have it spotify too uh and i can watch youtube but i can't watch twitch it is it's interesting that's weird <laughs> it's like i don't you realize that there's, there's worse things on youtube than twitch right 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 <laughs> right yeah that's yeah. that's so weird man yeah it is what it is right, right. uh okay what the What's our buddy Ben have for us today? Ben has got, uh, he's got ABC featuring Sophia Black by Polyphia. Polyphia? Polyphia? Yeah, uh, I think you're right on that. Cool. Got it. Um, uh, Tomo, what you got for us today? Um, the one I chose was How to Fly by Sticky Fingers. I really appreciate that you wanted to add 93 to Infinity. That, uh, yeah, my, my first pick yeah. was 93 to Infinity, but definitely recognize that mayor. We've got, I imagine we've probably got some similar taste in music, so it didn't surprise me that it had been added. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it made my day though. Um, Rob, what do I what do I got from you today? Oh, we're gonna go with an old one. Uh, it's by the band Eiffel sixty five. It's called. God damn, it. <laughs> God damn it, dude! Like, like, I I don't understand why I don't see these coming. Like, I should just fucking know better by now. Like, every so often, like, I'm like, okay, he's gonna fuck with me. But like, just out of the blue, like, just totally, like, just a fucking deer in headlights. I'm gonna go with Jim Croce, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Wait, what? What was that? Jim Croce, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. 
Come on, you've heard this song. Oh, he's absolutely heard it, but he might not know it by name. Yeah. Well, you should. Got it. You should, but we know where strengths and weaknesses lie. Like, if this came up on Hurdle, it'd be like, man, I knew the beat immediately, but I just knew I wasn't going to get it. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you know what? Fuck, this is, bad on, this is on my list. Okay, so I told you that I have a list of songs that I want to add uh, that I haven't added. Uh, and we actually talked about this song, so I think it's. It, I just have to add it now. Uh, we're going to add Souls of Mischief, Step to My Girl. Hell yeah. And that puts us at 76 songs, 4 hours, and 36 minutes. There we go. Getting there. <laughs> we're, only tw- we're only 23 hours away. <laughs> Basically there. Oh, wait, 23? God, I cannot yeah, I know. do math. I, I need to go, didn't I need even to go to want bed. to say anything, and I feel bad for doing it. <laughs> But yeah, oh, 24 Jesus minus Christ. 4 is not 23. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, uh, I don't even know what, what was going on there. Um, cool. Well, okay. Domo, thank you for coming on the show tonight, my friend. It was uh, most excellent. We, we definitely nerded out on the Destiny shit. Thanks, man. That's my specialty. And- yeah. Nice to finally meet you, Nips, and I know we've, we've definitely played a few times, so it's good to good to see you, good to talk to you guys, and I had a lot of fun. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, yeah, man. If people, like, wanted to find you or see where you're hiding or any of that stuff, where would they, where would they locate at Domo? Yeah, so um, Domo knows phonetic, like the word K-N-O-W-S, just the the O in no is a zero. Um, and then I used to stream. I don't very much at all anymore. Um, that one's just Damo knows with just no zero in anything. It's just Damo knows. Um, but I will do it from time to time still. Um, and when my my buddy that I mentioned, Rovin, when he comes to stay with us, we'll be doing some stuff. Uh, streaming, we're gonna. He knows he's never played Tarkov. We're gonna make him play Tarkov. I'm not gonna tell him what to do, and we're gonna, you know, it, it's a very punishing game. He will die a lot. It will be very fun to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, and, and you know, we, we, we may get like an Uno stream going. Like, we, we, we've been playing Uno because it was like four bucks over that winter sale, so we yeah. get down in some pretty heated Uno games. Uh, sometimes so you can find me there here in like a month uh, last week of February or so but yeah I'm, I'm around I'm around you'll have to uh, throw that when you do when you do do your streams you'll have to throw it in our our channel too so we know cool, um, cool yeah, definitely. so wait so are you saying it as Damo like have I been saying it wrong for like a very long time so I will take Domo or Damo well, most people start with Domo, but my name is Dominic Dom. So my, Dom. All, my, all my friends call me Dom or Damo. So it is Damo. And it's a play. <laughs> the, the reason why it's Damo knows is I've been known as a know-it-all or will inject my, you know, egotistical opinion of thinking I know something 
often. Um, and I'm also known for having a photo memory. So it's a play on words sort of deal. But I, uh, I, I apologize for oh. calling you the wrong name. And it's pretty no. funny that we're like two and a half or two hours into it. <laughs> No, dude, seriously, it's awesome. the number of the number of people who say Domo instead of Damo is far greater. It's like, yeah. honestly, I, I like it. I don't mind it. That's fine. It is. It is that's funny. Like that uh, with all the hours that we've logged together, dude, like a know it all is definitely never nothing that's ever come across. Like, so um, I have a tendency to explain raid encounters to people who have already done the raid that's, oh okay that's something that i will do like uh my buddy Charlie. kingsley mac basically the same guy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and like uh, i will um i'm not that guy who's like literally telling you where to stand or anything mm-hmm. but yeah. like i just i'll catch myself thinking that it's your first time but it's not. Um uh, <laughs> like, you keep dying? Because really I'm getting annoyed by that. <laughs> Do you just stand over here and not die? <laughs> so, yeah, it's usually there's some subliminal messaging with it. Uh, but no, I, I, IRL, I just, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, if you can't tell from anyone listening, I'm a talker and I don't know when to stop. <laughs> and and um, definitely have been called a know-it-all once or twice in my life. But no, I, I try to uh, speak when spoken to <laughs> a little more in gaming because you never know. And somebody's like, dude, just quit, will you? That's funny. <laughs> I uh, I had a really, really fun time raiding this week with Kingsley because every single encounter I asked him to explain Kingsfall to me. <laughs> I run Kingsfall so many times. It's like the only raid you probably run more than like triple the amount of any other raid. Oh well, I found out this week. I, I know we were gonna wrap it up, but shit happens. Um, I found out this week that uh, I've run DSC forty times, which is by far the most I've ever run, or the mo- the raid that I've run the most. So, but yeah, between between D one and D two, I've run a shitload of Kingsfall. So. Mm. It was it was great asking him to explain it to me. He didn't explain anything to me in any encounter, but I still asked him to every single encounter. <laughs> well, I love the reverse trolling. I mean, that's I would love for someone to do that to me, humble me. So. Uh, awesome. All right, boys. Well, let's get some sleep. I'm going to try and wake up early and do yoga tomorrow morning. So good luck with that. Um, yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. It was a lot of fun. It was oh, great. yeah, man. Good, good night, gentlemen. Have a good night, guys. Yeah.